are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. Live and live we are. Chris Denman, we're here. I'm Malia Obama. <laughs> I'm Jada Foster. Hey, Jada's here. What about, we have anybody else in the room? Yeah. Uh, John Jeff's Kelly. Here. John <laughs> Kelly. Why not see the staff? John Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I was He's trying to think of a white person in the Obama administration and I struck out. I'm going to say something. Oh, all Uncle, 95% of them? Uncle Joe. <laughs> Good God. Oh, yeah. I'm himself. Joe Biden. There yeah. you go. Hey, everybody. It's uh, We Are Live and we're doing this from 1300 Hampton. Getting it done today. Before we get into it, got to tell you about Presence Float Center. Use promo code WAL. If it's good enough for Sherry Shepard, who's been on numerous NBC shows. Friends, you ever mm. heard of it? 30 Rock? Mm. <laughs> a little up-and-coming thing. She's even on a show called uh, Trial and Error with John Lithgow. He's an up-and-coming actor. He's decent. He Emmy <laughs> Award winner, in fact. Sherry went and enjoyed Presence Float Center. You should, too. Use promo code WAL in town and country just outside of St. Louis. A quick drive, the only thing that will pull me out of the city, Travis. You hate the highway. I do. You hate I don't it care for it. And now there's a state trooper every three minutes. So <laughs> you have to look out for that as well. Also got to tell you about Bear... Uh, I almost say Bird and Barrel, the chicken place. Uh, Barrel Beard and Tattoo Oil had lunch with Jeremy yesterday. What a glorious beard. Mm. Not only that, Chris, big news. Happy to announce we're friends on Facebook. <gasps> Ooh, it's yeah. official. It's real. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah, absolutely. Check it out. Good for your skin as well. So you don't have to have the beard and uh, you can get your elbows unashified. Unashify those elbows. That's right. <laughs> Barrel, beard, and tattoo. Make uh, it happen, people. Hey, uh, in regards to that particular product, I don't know if you guys have noticed. See how fucking luscious my beard is? Luscious. Uh, would you call it luscious, Jada? It's not luscious, babe. Okay. It would be if it was anyone else. It's and on it, the way. It's on the way of luscious. Yeah, we're like 20% luscious. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. Because like a couple of weeks ago, before I started using the oil, it was about 2% lush. Yeah. Mm. So in a matter of two Stepping and a half, three up. weeks, it's become 20% lush. I'm actually, I got to trim my beard in like three hours. Yeah? Like, yeah. What Why? Going on? No, I mean, I got to go to the game tonight and I feel, eh, I just got to, right, I got to spruce. Let's go ahead and do this. I got to so, spruce. Let's Have go ahead you, and do this. So okay. Jada walked in here contemplating uh, jumping off a cliff. Don't do it, baby <laughs> girl. Don't do it. Jeff has a grumpy air about him that uh, Jada immediately called out. Have I been unusually here. grumpy lately? Uh, you're a little tired. bit. You're a little, you're a little testy. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And yeah. it, but that's, that's okay to call out because that means that you're always a good guy because if you're a dick all the time or like a, or just being a it's unusual that's true you're just like, true. Yeah, that's it's just classic. confusing because your nature is like happy your baseline is jovial. happy i am jovial by nature mm-hmm. i think okay. what's happening mean, and look it's it, like young santa it's <laughs> when it comes down to it wow. Wow. young santa yeah, hey, i do have Jada a santa knows how to put him in a good mood yeah. Yeah. that's a santa's the best who doesn't love santa i've worn a santa suit to a bar yeah, oh, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff will do just about anything to to make it uh, happen to get that reindeer love. Like will Chris Farley do it? I'll do it. Well, I, I mean, have. not not the speedball probably, but the rest of it. Generally, <laughs> Jeff, I'm going to give you this opportunity to make preseason hockey exciting. Okay. To Jada, yeah. Jada, are you first of all, Jada? Are you a hockey person? Um, I think it's cool because no, you a, can be honest with us. It's all right. I just don't care about sports. There you go. Okay, so now you have an opportunity. I'm more of like I want to play. I don't want to sit and watch. Okay, you're not. You're a woman. You don't get to play hockey. So, uh, oh, we're gonna have to talk <laughs> yeah, about that later. Yeah, I kid. Just I'm save just that one. Save it because it cheers Jada's up. All right, make your case. Why um, should I be concerned about your preseason hockey game tonight? Why should you be concerned, or why should Jada be concerned? Why should we all, frankly, be well, concerned? Well, because I, I would make the pitch differently to different people okay make it to jada why i should make it to jada yeah uh because there's a lot of like 22 year old six foot four scandinavians who are going to be around that's nice. a plus 
What is that supposed to do it for me? I mean, it's a start. I don't know. Who doesn't love Scandinavian? I have 10 years. (laughs) I was starting my period the year those kids were born. Yeah, but like you can, I mean, you could pull off pretending that you're also 24 and just be like, hey. What Not about Chris? Interested. Make the case for Chris. And he has his hat on backwards. What would we even talk about? I have a, I have a blues even- hat. The, the case to Chris is that there will be local media people in attendance, and so it's a way for him to go network. Connections. There you go. All right, now me. Pascal. Oh, well, let's go. <laughs> got a brother who's hosting it, and I'm there. Yeah, congrats to Pascal. That's awesome. Chef, That's, you're uh, quick. I, believe me, I'm all over it. I, I've been at that damn rink so much in the last five days. Quick. That's a, not the first time a woman What's said the, that out loud. Oh, it's true. Oh, yeah, Travis I'm talking got about jokes. Yeah, I'm talking about the sex life. All right, what's bothering everybody? Jada walked in. <laughs> uh, what's what's going on with you, Jada? Well, the same thing is bothering all of us. I mean, we can start with that because nobody's got any fucking money. Like, that's the same thing. Okay. That's the same that's thing exactly that's bothering everyone. Is. We're, we're trying to adult while pursuing our art. And by adulting, it means like our bills are covered, right? Yeah. And then some. So we can go out and have fun, In not theory. really worry about it. You go out for a week and you come back, you're not like, oh God, like I'm over budget. Well, the that what the we're beauty all of it is you can go work for a quote steady job and have just as much trouble. And then on top of that, you have no, uh, you're stuck in that frame that you make, right? So I don't know, maybe I'm, if you make whatever an hour, right. that's what you're going to make unless you go get another job where it's like stuff like this. You have to deal with the ebbs and flows of everything, right? Mm-hmm. The highs are real high. If you have a really good, we're all in different positions in the, in this, in this area, but you do have those opportunities to at least kind of control your destiny. Right. I think that's what a lot of people deal with, with consistent jobs. They feel trapped, mm-hmm. super trapped, which is why what leads everybody to, pursue something like this I would in take a small a, business. I would even take it a little bit step further than what Jeff, how he broke it down. I think it's, it ultimately comes down to you put in so much work. You put in so much energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you tap into so many of your resources in order to get to that point where you can say you have X, Y, and Z, especially when it comes to your finances. So all of us here in this studio bust their ass. And a lot of times when you're busting your ass, and you're putting so much energy into it and you're eating like shit and you're getting four hours of sleep and then you're having to deal with parents and friends and loved ones and you're hoping at the end of that rainbow there's something waiting for you. And sometimes there is, sometimes there isn't. Mm -hmm. So I think it comes down to everyone really giving it their all and ultimately when you give your all, you want to be properly rewarded for that effort that you put in. Hey, good news. It never ends. No, of course. <laughs> the That's the thing. Like, at the highest level, yes. people who are stars. Granted, okay, yeah, you have your car payment covered now and your house payments covered, but then it um, this this hustle thing never ends. Never hustle, ends. never sleep. Well, and that's I, the I, thing. I like, you're not, you know, you shouldn't look over the fence, right? Like, just deal with your own yard. But fucking sucks to look over the fence and see somebody that you don't think is as good as you or that doesn't work as hard as you, being sure. way more successful. But to Chris's sucks. point. But to Chris's point. That's the way it is. Right. No, like, for and, sure. And it, and it does. And I understand that frustration as well. Look, we work in a town where mediocrity is often rewarded. Let's keep a lot it of 100. recycling. A lot of recycling. And that's unfortunately part of the industry, part of the business. It is what it is. Well, and by the way, and like, I also think the environment has been dog shit over the last week, which doesn't that, help. No, no. I think that's a huge thing. Everything is it. fucking angry and depressed around here. And it's also 95 degrees with a thousand percent humidity. <laughs> that's what like, in September. In yeah, yeah, September. Like, give me 65 <laughs> fucking degrees and I'll, I would already. <laughs> that part. This I is, thought this it was. some big man honesty. No, it's, it's true. true. I thought it was the morning after pill I took. But when you say it like that, <laughs> no, it's it like totally I, the I was telling you, like, I'm wearing, so I'm wearing this gray shirt right now. <laughs> Uh, it's warm in the studio. It's warm in the front studio. Like, this shirt was pitted the fuck out at 8.45 this morning. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> but it sucks. At least we have this outlet to come bitch about it. That happened to me yesterday. I was literally, like, almost... I was struggling. Like, so I love recording, right? We mm-hmm. love doing this stuff. We wouldn't do all this shit if we didn't love it. I was going to record National Bag Radio, download it, Free Play Media, Podcast Network. National uh, Bag Radio. No, I, I was time to record. Sorry. And I'm holding my phone... <laughs> Ready to text Ian to say, eh, I'm not going to do it this week. Literally sitting there. And he's like, hey, we up in a few minutes? Well, what's going on? I'll be uh, ready. And then uh, I shouldn't back out of it. I tell myself. It. And then I come here and we go an hour and 10 minutes and have a blast. Right. But, but on the way over here, I was like, I'm going to cancel. Like, yeah. I don't have the capacity to do this this week. And then it was like, Jada, just remember your goals. And not to make, yeah, <laughs> and not to make excuses, Jeff, but you nailed it on the goddamn head. Like, there's a... 
you can feel it in the air. It's like, wet. It fucking it's gross. Sucks. Yeah. Like, you have everybody, whether they're right or not, expressing their opinions. Everybody making these heartfelt pleas for whatever. I'm not even going to say side, just for whatever is on their mind that moment. People trying to correct other people. People trying to tell everybody how it is. And this is you. And this uh, and it's. I don't think we're built for it. And we I see too much a, of it. Think about if we didn't have social media, there you, you just go. simply wouldn't. It hear never it. goes I away. Think, yeah, it never goes a away. A couple weeks ago, a couple pods ago, to that point about how technology has created these platforms and when that technology is readily available at your fingertips mm-hmm. every second of the day and you're consuming that content and information that's at your fingertips every single day it does wear on your soul you can't like even if you wanted to go to social media right now and just maybe find out what's going on with your your local church or your your local sports team you checking in on churches well, online from time to time you know, <laughs> God bless thee. just in case just in i case. need to be just safe it is it is safe space field though, Chris. that has a, a live camera there's a lot of hot <laughs> girls that go there it is rosh hashanah today i think All oh right. yeah celebrate but in that regard i think you should that, just marry a jewish woman right i tried a couple times nice <laughs> I like his honesty and Jeff's strategy. Like five years ahead of you, dumbass. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fucking ten, are you kidding? But you're right. To that point, it used to be, you know, you don't like it, just turn the TV off. Well, I need to send emails, I but check I keep weather. getting this You can't turn CNN. it off. That's the thing. Right. It, and when you do turn it off, we are literally addicted to the little hits of dopamine that we get from all of that contact. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's well, that's a good point. That's like, why I haven't left the fucking rink in a week, because I can sit my ass on the bleachers and talk to people and bullshit and watch people fucking ring pucks off a goalpost and nothing else is going on at that moment. Oh, it is so quiet nice. as fuck in that ring besides like then that's that's fine. But like, to I'm that outlet, to okay that point, that. I think that's I think that's something that people need to genuinely explore though. And not outside of us. Like the reason why what do you mean? Explore social okay. media? Or well, no, 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 like, no, 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 not, not social not, media. Not, no. Every, everything but social media. Right. Have so, a life outside exactly. of your phone. As, I, as I pull up the Instagram to live stream. We said <laughs> no cell phones when we're recording. Hey, we're on Instagram, though. Hey, Instagram. I have, it has been funny. We've been sitting here, and Jada was like, hey, right, but your phone's in the middle, and my watch has buzzed with a text from Chris like three times. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm minutes. sitting right next to him watching <laughs> it. There you go. Shithead. But, but you know what? But it's because he wants to make somebody some fucking money in here. Like, and that's like, I and totally get that. You know. That's also the thing, like, I'm always conflicted because it's like, okay, you need a social media presence to expand your your product, which is you, right? But then at the same time, whenever you're creating the content that is a part, that parlays, like, into the product that is, actually, not even that, it is the product, do you, are you still building the product on social media when you need to be present for the conversations that are the product? That's where I'm always conflicted with whenever we're doing radio. It's, it's a like de- it's a deadly wormhole. I mean, we, right? uh, but it's a, but it's a necessity in because regards the, yeah, to because the thing with the radio is like dividing up the time that you spend selling the content and the time that you spend making the content is fucking hard because you have to devote so much time to selling it that it eats into the time you take to make the content itself better. But then what are you selling? Like right. It's this terrible fucking black hole of like. What do we do to fix that? And I, I don't know. But I don't, I don't, like, I don't, yeah, we're bitching. We've grown five thousand percent. Right, right, right. Yeah, in under two years, and no, and I'm agreeing with everything we were saying. It's still just like, well, saddle up because it's not ending anytime soon. Right. If you want to compete and grow. You got to go spend 32 hours at right. Fest handing out soda. You have to go spend. Uh, 14 hours at our first second anniversary party October 21st when we have that we have to go have a comedy night where we show up two hours before and stay an hour after that yeah you know what I mean like but, gotta, also, have to. Think, but in all reality also and and I, and I think the reason why we're driven to do those things is because of our ambition to get to a certain spot in our career or our lives but with that being said I think it's important that we start conditioning ourselves training ourselves to find that outlet whatever that may be to that's that's not work related we do need two hours out of a day or maybe five hours out of a week at some point to just turn it off. And I know it's difficult. Oh my it's God. very difficult to oh, do. It's super difficult. But Especially you can when you're in a relationship. You guys are in two serious rare relationships. And that's when you're, you know, they're, you're managing emotions and people's mm-hmm. personalities all the time. And you, you want to be there for the people that are in your lives. But at the same time, you also, you want 20, 30, 60 minutes 
to yourself sometimes. Oh you need it. You kind of <laughs> no, need like it. a days or a weekend. Yeah. Like yeah. you just just and I don't Which want is it not for offending. You're not offending. I'm the, not. No. It's partner. not that I don't want to be around my person. It's that I don't want to be around anybody. I just need to sit quietly mm-hmm. and feel zero and process thoughts and sleep and like. Whenever the best thing ever was whenever I went to go shoot that movie, and we had our own humble brag place mm, I'm to an actress big time whatever <laughs> yeah that's She's hey like, I why had an outhouse. why am I here <laughs> just skip to the story about the fuck scene yeah oh, oh, wow Jeffy come on that is gross. And she is a woman and a liberal you know better and you are also a feminist oh, and a liberal Jeff. that's why I could make that joke no baby not cool. it's you like, don't it's like, get to it's make like that joke say the do you feel like I don't say how shocked and Sad. I just was hear. because it was Jeff, not that's Travis. <laughs> I was just like, no, Jeff. That's true. Will you say the N bomb a couple times? No, Travis? I will not. Oh, come on. Nigga, please. <laughs> one. There's one. Uh, all right, that's enough. Now, see, now iTunes is going to pull our pot. Thanks a lot. No. Jeff. Here we got the E. <laughs> on Race Wars on Sirius XM, they, they bless it and all people can all say bless it. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Sherrod nope. Small blesses it. And Kurt Metzger said they say the N word. Like I'll tell you right now. Because they say it's silly for adults to say the N word. Chris like ain't Kurt Metzga. And you ain't pulling in Kurt Metzga. When we start pulling in Kurt Metzga money, then we can do that. There you go. <laughs> we won't. I'm just kidding. I'm just saying that. It's fine. Whatever. No, I'm, I'm learning story, to come, become more flexible in my life and stop holding people to unrealistic standards. But what so. are you talking about in regards to your trip when you were in the woods? Oh, I just had like, everything was taken care of. The meals three times a day. Mm-hmm. You, I got to sleep and then I got to be, I got paid to be emotional. And that was awesome. Wow, you are you a millionaire now? You're really good at that. I want that. I want that's all I want. I was like, if there's any a safe, if there's a safe place for me to be emotional and be paid for it, it's going to be in front of Do a camera. They meter, they meter it. The more emotional she gets, the more she gets. Oh, paid. it's true. Like they would, and with this horror Jada film, they're like, that budget. We want you to scream and cry more. I'm like, done. Do Thank you. you. Do you now? You, well, you always... played sports growing up, didn't you? Yeah. What'd you play? I played volleyball and soccer. I swam and then basketball. And you now lack that. I think about that sometimes too. Think about how busy you were doing those things and how mindless those became by the time. Did you play all the way through high school? Um, No, I switched halfway through and started doing theater. And then the craziness started appearing, correct? Well, yeah, there wasn't a way for, there wasn't like, I didn't have the competitive outlet. Competitive outlet is huge. That's what I need. Like, I'm a warrior and I need that. That is what you need. That is why I like playing tournament poker. Like, I don't, like, the money is whatever. And Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not a cheat. Yes, I need to do something to compete against someone. That's why why you'll never meet a true, like, fighter, like a mixed martial arts guy. Mm He's not picking a fight in a bar. He gets it all out in practice. You know what I mean? I have the option to do jujitsu. Yeah. Where I'm doing like personal training things. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking about it. It's his name's Steve McKinney, and it's at Fitness and More. His son is um, Josh McKinney. Mm -hmm. And I think sounds familiar. Yeah, he's he's been doing it since he was a kid, and he's doing super well. Like they just won a tournament this weekend. So that's who I would be learning from. Chris, I do jujitsu. Where if right. someone starts something with me, I go to my trunk. Yes. And there's I thought you said Trump. I also thought you said Trump. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Like, you, you end every you, argument with, I'm you smarter than you. Yeah. <laughs> I just go to people, you're sad. I'll go now. I, I won't lend this to making excuses because like, uh, just the way we operate, I'm all about action. And it's like, listen, for good or for bad, I know what it takes to, to be in shape, to, to get those sales calls in, mm-hmm. to, to get new opportunities. So I'm not one for these kind of up in the ether issues. Sure. But there has to be something with our national status. Right oh, yeah. Now. With Trump. And I'm listen, if you would be like, well, he's, he's triggering people daily, I'd be like, get fucked and work harder. Like, I would literally say that. At the same time, I, I have to concede there's got to be something. Just in a, taking the man out of it, whatever else. Just the coverage and the totality of things <laughs> right. that are talked about can lead to stress. I'm not even kidding. I, 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 I think that the election was one of the contributing factors in into my relationship. I really, truly do. Like living in D.C., right. uh, the stress that came out of that, each of our individual reactions to that occurring and the social groups that we had you around. You guys were the you were saying politically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. I just mean like just just living in that cloud of fear and stress and bullshit drove everyone's anxiety through the roof right. for that last month of the year, and then it just create like 
the more you feel stressed and anxious and in a shitty mood, the deeper those wedges go on stuff that would otherwise not be a big Ooh, deal. I mean, I really think like I, it was real. a contributing factor. For I sure, I, I no can doubt see that. I can absolutely. See and I don't that. want to sound like people searching for excuses, but I think that yeah, it's worth mentioning. It's totally it's like, worth yeah. mentioning. And well, I don't think, think about twice whenever about it, think about whenever you're in a work setting and your boss is a piece of shit, like angry all of the time, passive aggressive, sucks. Yet, like totally sucks. We're in the <laughs> Chris. Yeah, fucking teen angry. Chris sucks. Fucking pussy. Everybody fucking. <laughs> oh my god. Everyone stared at god. Chris. God. Oh my god. By the way, why y'all stare at Chris? Bo? Yeah, for, boss for, for, uh, yeah. <laughs> what kind of shit is this? Uh, he just yeah. assumes he's the boss well, because he's white. Here. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It doesn't have anything to do. Hey, with can we talk about what happened to Gaines? Man, Gaines. Drug dealer, oh, selling drugs now. So we just here so, but like, oh, yeah. the, if he shows up. So when you have when you have a <laughs> shitty boss, think about it, you have a shitty leader. Period. Everybody, you're gonna have a reaction to that, and people are gonna start operating based on the the feedback they're getting from that leader. And people think that they're it's like they're not susceptible to it, but I do believe like subconsciously. It is totally, I mean, we know this, it's affecting the collective and I'm using my like hip dipty consciousness language, but I mean, the, the ruler, the, the person that takes up the most emotional space dictates the entire room. So imagine having it like we do having an emotionally unstable leader and how that's affecting everybody i think right? from, for from a day-to-day -day standpoint causes more shouting that's for sure it's Absolutely. shouting and it's I, jarring for the system like right. you know i think for me personally and it, it, it's 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 a it's been a matter of there were a set of rules that were established for everyone okay and then you follow said set of rules and then the metrics ultimately change halfway through the game and then you okay, okay you adjust and then again the metrics change again and then you adjust and then when you acknowledge that those metrics have been changed, people say to you, well, you need to stop making excuses. And so that builds up over time. And I think that's ultimately where it feels like for a lot of people, black, white, et cetera, male, female today, is that it feels like the, the system has been gamed. We've been told from the time we were younger that these are the rules. This is what you play by. And now you get to that point in your life. Now folks are telling you, well, actually, there's fine print. It's like towards the, you know, when they kids and get into Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory mm -hmm. and they didn't read the very fine print at the very bottom, but they signed anyway because they wanted the candy. That's where we are in our story right now. Willy Wonka is telling us, good day, sir, and get the fuck out of his factory. And we're kind of pissed off about Yo, it. Yo, give me the fucking blueberry gum right now. Right. Like, exactly. I'm fine. <laughs> so I'll give me that shit. I'll but I want a golden goose now, daddy. She, she's good. That's an actress in there. Do you have now, uh, from your standpoint, do you yeah. have a greater appreciation now for entertainers, actors, actresses? Maybe you already had uh, now going through that experience, you doing a film like that, having that creative outlet and now understanding why sometimes we see, we use the example of the Jim Carrey's of the world, why these celebrities or actors get to a point mentally where they're just like, it, it may to us seem like they're out of touch, but mm -hmm. it's, this is the world I've always technically wanted to be in. Yeah. I, can you? I'm I'm trying to understand the question. Do you have a greater appreciation now for those to who give are more immersed? leeway who to people who lose it, who are at a right. higher level? Do you when you see Kanye West right. going berserk in a thing, you're like, he just got drove around all day for the last ten years. He's been able to sleep with any woman he wants. Mm -hmm. He's been told no effectively zero times. How the fuck would you act? Well, Things that's change. the thing. Yeah, like you turn into, I think every, you revert to adolescent behavior because you you lack an appreciation for things. As far as like appreciating the process or like understanding freakouts, I think no matter what career you're in, you're going to have a fucking meltdown. I think what matters or it depends on what the meltdown looks, looks like is your level of responsibility to other people. I think when people are more responsible to a family, more responsible to a community, more responsible to a spouse, sure. there's something grounding there. So the, the expression of the crazy has a different form than it does when you, you are not like when you get to be a Kim Kardashian or a, a Kanye West, like there's no repercussion for their freakouts. They can they can freak out however they want. They will still have financial stability, and they are not accountable. Like it's not going to affect their overall well being because their finances will not be 
affected. There, there's no dependency, right? There, so there, shelter, food, and shelter, people. food, and people around, and you. people. But even then, whenever you have shelter and food cared for, you care for people differently. But whenever yep. your shelter and food are dependent on a relationship with another person, Better then ask. you behave differently. Oh, wow, that's way a, different. That's a good point. You have something yeah. to lose. It's constant. When you have things to lose, then your behavior is significantly different than when you do not. That's where I think we fuck up and not uh, believe. So you'll have like older people that are stick about the rules yeah and then we're like why are they doing this this is so stupid right. you're wasting your time right. what are you doing and then you realize whenever you fail it was fun to go on that ride but then whenever you fail it's like oh i guess if i would have followed this step and this step and you know not been late or not you mm -hmm. know what i mean you those little things that maybe us in different generations were like what the fuck why is he yeah. freaking out well, this, what's their deal totally because like, you can lose everything well yeah like that's the whole like everyone glorifies the good old days and i think one of the aspects they glorify is the fact that people kept their word they did what they said they were supposed to do because your reputation in your community was dependent on your behavior see now i would then challenge that i would say the reason why people appreciate the good old days because we were able to create these worlds and these certain truths, oh. but no one was able to necessarily be there to challenge that. One thing that is unique about today's technology and social media platforms is that you, you you get exposed. Yeah. You can't sit up here and say, "Oh yeah," like uh, like mm. right now. How many you look at uh, you look at the most recent uh, divorces over the last five years and how Facebook plays a role in those voices. Yeah. People learn that you are always, that sales all, guy was I always just, out flirting oh, with God. secretary. Right now you're getting caught because you press like. You find guys. You literally see. You'll see it in the newspaper almost every other week a guy that has a second family across town it becomes exposed because of something like social Used to, media the kids would grow up and find out totally oh, find now out. they find yeah. out interesting. no you all i just had that this situation i received two separate messages one on my linkedin profile and one on my facebook profile and i received a, uh -oh. a, a video people trolling it was wait wait you received a video i received no? two videos right, so break it down let's uh, yeah so i get a secret message Secret message. Yeah, what that mean? there's like an option to send to have secret conversations on Facebook. Now. I did not know that. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> that is, oh, that is like, scary. Is what the hell? Yeah, no, no. Did so it go I get away or something. Yeah, so he oh, sent me oh. two videos that expired, and it was him like um, viciously, like, like he was touching himself and it oh. was in a very abusive way so he sent me two videos they expired above it like the last message was dominate me i send him a message Local and i was guy? like yeah do you know what it is yeah we've already like that's okay. the thing so, and i talked what to him a little bit fuck? yeah and he i talked to him a little bit and then i was like listen this is inappropriate what are you doing if you've done this to other women and so i made a public post like if you've seen this person, if he's messaged you, oh do not engage. So he starts messaging me and asks me to take it down. He's like, I work here and I'm in a photo with my mother. Like, please don't Jesus. do this. It was an accident. I meant to send it to my girlfriend, Sarah. My name on Facebook, it doesn't look like Sarah on there. Mm -hmm. It's spelled it's very like really different. Yeah. yeah. Weird. And so Jeff we, has gotten quiet. <laughs> He's just sleepy and he wants to make some soup. No, I'm thinking about the videos I got to delete now. Yeah. Ah. Right. Can those so, be pulled back? No, that's the thing. It expired, so I have no proof, right? No right, proof. This right. guy sends whatever he wants. It's super so jarring. You would have had to have been like filming with your phone as it popped up. Exactly. Oh, wow. Or take a screenshot as it happens. So yeah. I tell my person about it and he's like, Report him, report him. And I'm like, no, I so think wait, it was so an accident. Your, your person is a physically fit person, not an aggressive person. He wasn't immediately like, I wanted to, wanted to beat the guy. Oh, yeah, ass. that's how he felt. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was curious. For that's sure. how I would react. But, we're but both, then what are you yeah. going to do? But you assault Yeah, he doesn't know the person. We're in my hometown. Like, you know, so he, so I was like, okay, I let it go. Then I get on my LinkedIn profile a week later. It says, same person? Yeah, dominate me, fuck me in the ass. I get that message. And then I show Alex. And Alex is like, nope. Fuck this. So it was twice. And That's I was right. like, okay. Wait, after you dealt with it on Facebook? Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. So we did it again. So we contact the police. And this it's still considered sexual harassment, even if it's over Facebook. Is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So they go to his work. They go to his what? home. They're wow. like, if you do this again. Nice. And this is my third Get incident. This is the third time I've dealt with something like this in my hometown. It's... That's horrible. infuriating. And it's not like, and if anyone's like, she's asking for it. No, 
<laughs> no, 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 no. Have you seen how terrible she dresses? Yeah, exactly. Have you seen me? I'm, I'm in workout joking. clothes I'm all totally of the joking. time. I'm no, it's, the runoff from the, it's the runoff from the steel mill. Yeah, that's what it, it's affecting Seriously, their is, mental. Like, I know we're, we're kind of their, their prefrontal it. cortex for yeah. making judgments. We're kind of laughing about it just because it's so extreme. But like that's seriously like that's messed up. Like those are the things that whenever you, you see that person out and your person's had a couple drinks and maybe they can't do it, that's what gets bottles smashed in people's totally. Faces. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Totally, you think I'm a bitch. Like, but I mean, what? I guess that would be an example of maybe the good old days, where in the good old days you just have oh, taken care oh, of. Oh, Willie the Flasher, here comes Willie coming out Kings Highway again. Right, that's a Being great thing. Stupid, but now yeah. you got people they can hide themselves and animate and help me with this word. anonymity. There we go. That word always just jumps and man, it's just like raw chicken in my mouth. And but. <laughs> Raw chicken jump. Yeah, but no, that, but people can they can hide behind screen names. And well, that's the thing Avatar you can't get the reaction from the person. Right, right. And so yeah, it's tough so to get punched over in the face. It's over. tough. And exactly. then so wait, so that that got dealt with. Oh, it got dealt with. And wow. luckily, the like Good for you guys for dealing like that because. Well, it was mostly nasty. Alex. He was like, "This is bullshit," and you don't have Absolutely to tolerate it, bullshit. right? But I'm, I'm under the like, it's the societal thing where I'm like, "Oh, this poor person, he didn't mean it," mm-hmm. you yeah. know. But people fucking mean it, and people are shitty, and I'm learning this, and it sucks because my, I like my, my nature is like all people are good and yeah. they deserve a chance, and like men do this and it's an accident I, but in my experience it's very it's intentional remember yeah. when, when it's a boundary testing thing when, totally when toddlers. it's remember, like four yeah three and four year olds remember when Good. it came out i remember when it first uh hit theaters i remember it, it was right in the heart of the, the the huge peak period for social media is when the purge dropped everyone was like that is so ridiculous uh three movies later i'm like um seriously we should write legislation <laughs> considering this <laughs> so I I right think there maybe get out and release their, yeah, their I insanity think, i think i don't know no, but as far as that outlet, there is, I don't know, people have a lot bottled up right now. And I think, I think that's why these breakdowns happen. And, and I'm not making excuses for this guy mm-hmm. whatsoever. I'm not saying that he's part of that analogy, but I, I think it's at the yeah, point Yeah, it's been where, happening for hundreds of years. Yeah. There's really no and excuse I, I, at this point as, other than the system. And as you continue <laughs> to go through life, and Chris, you made the point, like, this is all, the hustle never stops. It never sleeps. You're always going to be out here putting in that grind. But having that outlet... I don't know what it is for you guys, man, but that crack, whoo, mm, yeah. crack, great. Can't. So wait, it really so gets it out of my system. What's the final thing with this? He, this guy got like a serious warning on the record. Yeah, and then I go and I get an order of protection. So if he does anything, I get arrested. I'm going tomorrow. Wow. Here's how I, what I on my day of- off. I get to go to the Edwardsville courthouse. Well, I tell but you But this what. is. Do you know what's fucked nice up, courthouse. you all? This is the second oh. time I've had to do something like with this. A different person. Different person Completely in unprovoked. public. Completely unprovoked. Licked his fingers, stared me in the eye, and reached around and stuck them inside of my butt. Alrighty. Didn't well, know him. Well, I was at a bar where I was not drinking. I just got done taking photos for my friend's fundraiser. He got charged with the class one felony. Whoa. There, it was all on video. Like he had twelve misdemeanors against him anyway. But do you know what's so sad is that the guys at the bar had justified the behavior. They're like, mm. oh, well, he's on coke. Oh, what? people do like no. weird things when they're drinking. I don't even go out anymore. Like, cause that's the response. I'm scared to apply for certain jobs knowing that's what's possible. Yeah. That's the thing where I'm like, man, old 26 year old Chris who would fight in bars needs to come back. Like that's a cut, like literally, I would, would contemplate like really fucking somebody up if that happened. Now, yeah. that, now that part right there, that I think is incredibly devastating. Not only because he put his dirty fucking hands on you, licked me, licked them Hannibal Lecter style, that looked in me itself, in the eye. But for someone to justify that for the and again, well, I know God, we weren't there, but I would s- imagine again. And this, and but look, and we say this oftentimes, and especially when it comes to certain race issues. But mo- ultimately, men have to. That's I'm not saying you have to be oh white knight with it, but that's when you have to say, listen here, well, uh-uh, this yeah. don't fucking I don't give a fuck. Well, if you, this is if you were doing meth in the bar, right? There's no grounds Imagine for that. that. Was your sister? Oh, I, would ra- I would way rather have someone doing meth in the bar, frankly. But I would. Even, I, would even, I know. Right. And the easy thing is oftentimes to say, imagine if you had a sister or a mother or a sister. Just at the end of the day, human. common human. Right. These these are right. people. These right, are right. human beings, and for someone and to justify that because he's on a narcotic, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in the history of man. I know. I'm sorry. You know what? 
That won't happen at our anniversary party. <laughs> that will not no. happen. Well, that's, that's the thing. It just depends, <laughs> honestly. Host like charged with. <laughs> Man, I'm so oh, fuck cankles up. No, no, let's not. No. I was kidding. I was kidding. No. That was a joke. Let's, let's that was a joke for somebody who I know can take. We're gonna it. edit that out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's about respect. Okay. So to bring this uh, back to a happy place, everything works out. Everything we're working for. Uh, but I have a question then. Go ahead. So this is where, because I need a, I need, so instead of me giving relationship things, I need help okay. from you all. Let's do it. That's what we're here to do at We uh, Are Live. Okay. I, I thought we were bringing this back to the positive. It's in the same thing. It is positive. It is positive. So I dove headfirst whenever I moved home into like all of this, the art, the acting, booking plays mm-hmm. right. to all of the things. Now I'm at a place where I don't, I have like my art worked out and I have experience. Mm-hmm. And I have you all, and I have all of these things that are in line with what I'm doing, but my bank account does not reflect any of it, and I'm struggling financially. So what do I, I know I need to get a job, but by getting this job, which the job that I'm applying for is very corporate, and it has to do with um, education, like am I forfeiting my dream? No, no, because you need to be able to pay for it essentials i mean that's how it goes like our show suffers because i do six hours of sleep and uh, you know touch base with about 50 to 100 people every day yeah our show suffers because of that i'm not as good as i could be okay our show suffers for a million different reasons you still got to work though you know what i mean you still got to pay those bills and there's other things like where it's like well i mean can you get somebody to pay your bills no can you, you got, yeah, you got to take, you got to go for a, a But you also have job. to also realize that while you're in this particular situation, so are thousands of others who are also, who are not only pursuing maybe similar dreams to yours, but those who have also had to go through those same channels to yeah. get to where they are. You can look at even more recent examples. You can look at even an actress like Emma Stone, a person who who did the odd jobs, who did the the waitressing and the bartending. Oh, she and started not, when she was 16, and her dad was best friends with Bruce Willis. Well, that also like, helps I think it's a little happen. different. No, there's, the a thing, million, there's a million examples of people being bartenders till they're 40. Right. The thing that's really important, I think, is that people feel like when you go through shit like that, you feel like you're the only one doing it, right? Like everybody else except for you has their shit together. Yeah. And so it feels more embarrassing than it otherwise needs to be and like nobody has their shit together right like so true so so good like good example of this uh my dad you know he would tell he was he was upstanding and law-abiding and this that and the other and always had a good job right he lost a job when he was like he was 50 ish and got and had a new he was unemployed for literally three days like he was like his division got laid off hired a new job whatever he died suddenly unexpectedly when that happens, shit gets turned up that you wouldn't want other people to find. He had like mid five figures in credit card debt that nobody knew a fucking wink about. Are you talking about your dad? Yeah. So oh, wow. everybody has that shit. Everybody has shit that like that you would never know about on you know, unless it goes tits up and then all of a sudden it's like it's exposed. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then like, I think that's important to keep that perspective, and, and and not in that way that oh you're hoping that if your parents pass away one day you find out they're real skeletons. No, I don't right. think along those lines. But I think you have to also acknowledge that a lot of people are going through a lot of things to get to where they presently are trying to get, and it's very easy, especially again coming back to the social media days mm-hmm. of you going on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook and seeing people with the happy selfies with the beach in the background. We talk about and the, that and the bottle service, Dude, yeah, and like, the people in the club. Nobody. Like, Post their dark shit on Facebook. Anytime I do, people just turn the other way. Because and I'm like, want to see it because everybody, because everybody wants to put up. Totally. Everyone wants to put out the face that they want everyone else to see. And exactly. my like as a social media manager, like certified as that, my Facebook present is presence is like on point. And so I get shit from people in public. It's like, oh, your happy life. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's talk about being real. Let's talk about what really is happening. And like. Those those high def photos are not what's real. That is like that was a day shoot. Right. The rest of the time, we have some things to work out. Oh, that's the thing. People are like, oh, you it looks like you have so much. Fun. Oh, don't get me wrong, we love this and all yeah. these things. But so, what do we post the most of? Pictures with famous people, right? When they right. come through, like that's gonna draw attention. It's fun. It's be, oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's great for all that stuff. But then they're like, well, yeah, it must be a fun life, and like. 
Yeah, it would be like if we worked for a giant station where I got to show up, do the show, and leave. But also, but no, I don't human I don't, stuff. Yeah, like it doesn't post, matter. I don't post whatever I'm on my fiftieth conversation with the same person negotiating terms of a right. of an ad agreement. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like you got to love what you do, totally, uh, or you'll just go. Fucking or at crazy. least like love the goal you're working towards, yeah, and just like point. keep that in mind. Because if I think about the things I'm doing right now. And that's a good point to put it. And I think, if anything, like Chris said, even just to put a positive bow on this aspect. Oh, I've got an exercise we're going to do to make it real positive. Okay, very well. But in regards to that, I I think that goal, (laughs) having that goal. Because, again, I don't know if you got a chance to check it out this past weekend, but the Emmy Awards. And I know they can be a little bit superficial, and often people will consider it trivial. But I, I see a guy like Donald Glover, and I go... Donald Glover is similar to my age. He he essentially went down a, a particular yep. route that I've gone down before. So when you see people who you, you you become familiar with their story, you see what they go through to get to where they are, you recognize mm. that you know it is not only possible, but that's that feeling or that's the pinnacle you want to try to achieve. And I think that can give you peace of mind as you go through your trial. I literally, yeah. uh, a guy that went to Mizzou that's from Webster Groves who talked about on the radio show uh, won an Emmy. I worked with him at Olive Garden, and he. We all not laughed. We were like, "Good luck, man." Who is he? What did he Dan do? Dan Passion. He's a uh, producer for The Voice. The Voice. Okay. He went out there to like be an intern at Comedy Central, and like had an idea for a Family Guy version of a cartoon with penguins, and we were all like, "Best of luck, man!" Like that's good. And we weren't best friends or anything. I just remember this happening. Yeah. Like, wow, what a crazy thing. Hope you kill it, man. And then, you know, what are we at? 14 years later, 12 years later, whatever, he's got that. And I guarantee you that guy still struggles and busts his ass and is questions what he's doing. Totally. I think that's. And he's holding up an Emmy. Yeah. Chris and I had talked about this before, actually, how, like, um, as a woman, sometimes, as being like a pretty, pretty woman, Mm -hmm. you don't have to work as hard. Because a lot of things have been handed to you. Since you were three months old. Exactly. It's just like, oh, give her what she wants. Give her what she wants. And I thought, like, I had a father who was telling me no all of the time. Like, no, 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 no. And I think that has a lot to do why I, like, push so hard for Mm -hmm. what I want. But I think it's also, like, so confusing as I'm going through this job process. Like, when it's it's auditioning for things, I'm going to nail it just because that's my what I've been doing since I was 12. But when it comes to, like, real life. You've been acting for 21 years. Yeah. Ish. It was like, well, that's the thing. I like started doing, I would do something safe. It was like back and forth. But when I, you say it like that, I'm like, 21 years. That's wild. That's I a mean, my long first role was time. 16 years ago, so let's not go crazy. You're what? I said my first role was 16 years right. ago. Right. Right. Oh, fuck no. I was at a freshman play. I was but kidding. that's the thing. Oh, oh, I was like, oh, I didn't yeah. know. No, Jeff fuck no. The, the but that's the I thing. Know. Like, it's, if, you're, if you're a professional <laughs> cool. after, I, I what, I 10 years? Stage once. Nice. Nice. Like, you're considered a professional after 10 years. Yeah, yeah the fuck is wrong with me uh, i wouldn't say that it's i mean you <laughs> there's a lot of work the other option is you can go live in la and right. waitress there the other, the other thing is you've been putting in dues for 21 years whereas i figured out what i wanted to do like literally a year and a week ago two years ago bro. so but that's the thing uh, like, i don't think i was putting in the dues i think i was dabbling and then mm. i made i dove like oh yeah. Dive. No, no, you're right if yeah. you've been doing what you're doing now when you were 20 you'd be yes yeah that's true but uh, I know we don't talk about it much, but Adam Carolla talks about that. He worked so hard because he didn't really start. Like, he had a goal of like being better when he was... He was like cleaning carpets when he, right out of high school, right? Uh-huh. Doing, picking up trash on construction sites. Right. Like true grunt stuff that like he would fight with immigrants for, for jobs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like illegal people. Like he was doing the stuff that illegals would do. So you have these opportunities that can come up after that. But like him, he's like, man, I didn't get started till i was 30 and now he's just pumping out work 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 yeah because he felt like he's making up for lost time and that's probably what we're all doing really we don't have journalism degrees we started a radio show because we thought it would make us more money than a podcast totally two years ago with zero experience to wonder we're still here it's insane did you all have jobs as you were starting this too yeah okay that makes me feel better yeah for sure okay Absolutely. I'm about yeah. to say, I would have been, boy, my hands would have been tired from on the hand jobs. I would have had to hand mm-hmm. out. Yeah, man. Else. I'm like negative dollars. Here's, here's the thing that I really think about sometimes. I feel like Travis might have been my waiter one time, but I don't know it for sure. Where? Really? In Columbia? At Bailey's. 
At Bailey's? Yeah. Uh, I, was I, was, I was the general manager. Okay, then maybe not. Okay, you probably. may have I like I saw you Every once in a while, I'm like, I saw Travis there once. Yeah, I, I used to run the restaurant <laughs> For there. sure, yeah, and yeah. That, yeah, like I said, in, 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 in that regard, in that vein, Jada, like, yeah, we Chris and I have, have done our fair share well, jobs. Lord knows I have. I was coaching and Do you know how many times a restaurant. He would miss a show through no fault of his own, other than just us being poor planners, maybe, and not planning four days ahead for it but he would miss a show and then i gotta do a show for three hours that's a shitty conversation to have when you're not when you're freaking out you're just talking to yourself well not necessarily i'm just saying the the action yeah it sucks yeah the action of you're not making much money at the time which we ended up doing pretty well with that show but not making much money and then on top of it you're not really very good at what you're doing already and then, well, those, you're, and then not, those you're not as sure of yourself as you are now and again you're navigating a field that you're not familiar you're in a world you're not familiar with you're not and again considering where we were coming mm-hmm. from from previous occupations and previous experiences you're not always immediately trusting of everyone no. as well so you're also dealing with the politics and you're dealing with the egos in the room and it's a different world well, so think about your side of that where like at the time i'm like what the, where are you at and you're like i'm fucking paying my bills is what i'm doing well it was yeah. a matter of trying to balance and balance is always at the end of the day very difficult to do and it was a matter of me trying to take care mm-hmm. of my financial responsibilities and also trying take to pursue risk. something and and jumping off that bridge i love you, you guys about. so much yeah, well so, that's why this makes me hard. feel so much better. I know we were, I know we were all joking earlier, or whatever. But if someone were to ever come at me like, mm, "What did you do?" I'd be like, "Fuck you! What did I do?" You talk about sacrifice, and yet, again, we're talking about radio. We're not talking about giving up a limb for right. something. But mm-hmm. you do have those things that you have to just power through. So, what was the goal? I'm curious. What is this goal that you wanted to? Oh for? no! So, so let's bring it back to a positive note. Okay, we'll get the hell out of here in this hot ass studio. Uh, are you all sweating? Is it still hot? I'm sweating. In place. I can I'm, see Jeff's I'm pre-sweat. I'm yeah. pre-sweat. I mean, these are like from all day. My yeah. leggings oh, don't really breathe. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bad, uh, bad all thing. Right. Jeff, all the hard work you're putting in, all the uh, yeah. all the media growth you're trying to get a hold of, the risks you're taking. Hey, what do you? Uh, what's the ultimate? Everything or most things work out. Where are you at? Don't pull in, punches. Uh, in a couple years. Uh, in two years, I'm writing the beat for the Carolina Hurricanes in the <coughs> Raleigh, nice. Raleigh Why jerk, there? jerk, jerk. I mean, because that's a shitty, like, low-level job. Right? Oh, okay. Like, so like, you're being like, realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I two, can work like, my way in, up. in two years, everything works out perfectly. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm the beat guy for a team that nobody cares about. Hmm. Oh, there you go. That one. What do you yeah. got? Me? I book a part on a long-running television series that's, like, award-winning. How do you do that from St. Louis? That's the thing I probably won't be able to. You gonna move? I think so. Chicago, LA, New York? I don't know. We haven't decided yet. Oh, yeah. it's gonna be a group decision. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Is well, he trying to pursue a creative Well, we're pursuing field? the same thing. No, that's what I mean. So but he yeah. already has a career. Yeah. He's a he's a consultant. Mm-hmm. But the like the plan is like whenever we get to a place where we're comfortable and our companies trust us to where we can like relocate. Mm. And maybe work there or work somewhere else. Like maybe it's five years, maybe it's whatever. Like it's it's an extended period of time. But for me, ideally in two years, through like just faith and hard work, maybe there'll be an audition in St. Louis and I'll be able to land a part on a reoccurring television show. Nice. And I just get to like be that every single day and then I can start putting more effort into like women's rights and women's activists and like be a f- um just like be able to provide financial support to women and girls who don't have it. Nice. So like what, like my success will only help other people's success. That's sure. how I always think of it. And that's what keeps me going is like, great. I'm going to do this thing because I know I'm capable, but how many people can I help at the end of that? Yeah. That makes nice. sense. Yeah. What do you got, Chris? Uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a weird thing because we we're working on a few different fronts, right? Yeah. We have live shows mm-hmm. that we want to do more of. The podcast network has not received the attention I would have liked it to receive out of the gate okay. because morning radio is the, albeit tough route, but much quicker road to paying bills than a podcast network mm-hmm. and live shows, right? So either having an established uh, financially viable with you know 20 employees radio show slash station that we're a part of with uh, some sort of a successful touring aspect okay and also podcast growth and some line opened 
in I'll say Los Angeles doesn't have to be there mm-hmm. in an in- entertainment field Market, whether that's a TV yeah. show or it's uh, you know a simulcast of a podcast you know what I mean right something entertainment driven that this amazing network that we've built in Los Angeles where there are all these entertainers yeah. pays off I mean there's no like me and Ian didn't decide to do a podcast together because we were best friends mm-hmm. right. He was like, oh, this guy has You're like, time he's to white, do it. I'm white, a, let's do it. Yeah. But what I'm saying is well, there's a reason me and you go to Los Angeles if we can, right? Mm-hmm. To go do that. Yeah. We make those inroads and we have all these great connections. So uh, if something could come of that TV-wise or whatever this turns into, because I think it's going to turn into three more different things probably yeah. when it's said and done. Because, I mean, that Target Practice Live... What if that's a TV show? I mean, I've seen shittier ideas go to TV. Real. You know what I mean? So you have something like that. So kind of vague in my experience, in my statement. But yeah, that's where I'm thinking. I don't think it's super. I don't think it's vague at all. I think the thing is, is like the ultimate goal of everyone. And I don't want to speak for you, Travis. Yeah, I have an answer. But it's like we want success in the thing that we love to do the most. Sure. Right. Absolutely. Like everyone here loves to get paid to talk. Mm-hmm. I would, <laughs> what do you want to do? You want let me guess. You want to ride on a TV show and then broadcast when you feel like it, and then do stand up. No, he's if he wanted to do stand up, he'd be doing it four it's, nights a it's, week now. It's pretty. It's along those lines almost. I would imagine that Rihanna and I are working on our second child. Sure, uh, sure. that's a given. Right, uh, but no career wise. Brella, I, I like. I look. I look. It's that's the little girl's name. The blueprint. Brella, <laughs> right, <and> Brella. Yes. <laughs> Bella Terrell, <laughs> fine with me. Uh, she, uh, even if a girl named Rihanna could just procreate with me, I would settle for that in two years. But I, I live think, in a box, but I bang Rihanna. <laughs> but I, I, I'm gonna Uber now. I, right. Um, <laughs> Tell every single I gotta, person. You I got I got a tangent when Travis has an but answer. After Travis, is, I have an idea. No, but I, I think ultimately, Brella, I like. Uh, I think there's. I've seen. We've seen it recently. Uh, it's very clear that. Uh, platforms like a Hulu or a Netflix are continually looking for original content and they're ultimately going through smaller media companies in order to get that content. I, like Chris just ultimately just said, this thing could look like two, three different things in about a couple of years. Don't, I don't want to forget, I, I'm saying uh, this, this We Are Live thing that we're doing, a version of that on a Netflix where yes. you have video and things like that with it. You have a couple sketches that accompany it and you have current events for one hour. Two times a week. Do you know how good that would be? I just think, I mean, just... <laughs> Let's make a vision podcast. board. We'll I make mean, a vision board next podcast. I just podcast. think just based on the, the path we I have currently taken... completely cut off your thing, sorry. No, 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 no. The, the path we have currently taken... Why'd the, you do the, that, the Chris? connections and, and the contacts we've made, um, I, I think that the media entity that we've established, I would like to think in two years, we're in a position where we are creating content for a large network or a large media outlet like a Netflix, like a Hulu. And I honestly believe that within 24 to 26 months, we will likely be there. And I'm not even going as far as to go Joe Namath and say I guarantee, but aside from us just either killing each other, if we can, if we have gone this far without killing each other, uh, literally like oh, almost wanting to take no us return. out back. Yeah, it's we're at the point where this is my squad, this is my team, um, and if you want to keep going that route, if you have desires to to be the next Donald Glover or be the next big show that you know maybe or the be- best big thing that comes out of St. Louis, I believe we are that, yeah. and I, I that's where I see us in two years. I want that for all of I us. Think we're, I think we're there. Tangent time. Tangent. Who do you guys think is the most famous person who has banged a person who is currently homeless? Who's oh, because uh, Travis because Tra- Travis, Travis said he Angelina wanted, Jolie. Like, Travis said he could like sure. live in a box and bang Rihanna. So like, what's the equivalent? Like, has Daniel Day Lewis like banged the homeless lady? Like, what no. Uh, whoever used to party that doesn't party anymore. Yeah, and yeah someone yeah. that they slept with went off the rails in a substance that's abuse. That's the answer. Thing. Brad yeah. Pitt. I mean, that's a depressing answer. I was hoping there was a funny answer, but instead it's just like I was like, say, no. Who slept with? Way Ray, to go, uh, Jeff. Who slept with Randy Quaid? <laughs> I just channeled yeah. Carly. I just way to go, Jeff. I watched. I watched the Randy Quaid fuck tape. Did you watch that? No, I, I was. Know, uh, was one. You, you did gotta, just call it a fuck tape too. Uh, you you got to watch. I mean, it's way funnier tapes. You got to leave some parts of the internet alone, Jeff. You really have to. Uh, well, I, when I, it comes across my desk, <laughs> I think ultimately, um, nude on your laptop in your bed is not your desk. I, I, I think uh, if you really want to look at the blueprint, Kevin Federline really 
created one where like he's still alive. He good. He's still alive. He that's probably get he probably he gets, gets, window. He probably gets alimony, right? He, I'm sure he does. Get oh alimony. my gosh, that's so much money. So exactly. I wish I would have so married Kevin Britney Spears. Like, hey man, that was a crazy three year window, but she mine. I got her. <laughs> so two kids, two kids. Doesn't he have a kid with like some other actors? Yeah, he's moved on. They both have moved on, and they've doing their own things. Now, is he a dancer? Is that he his was thing? a dancer? Well, he was. Backup dancer. Yeah, yeah. And oh. that's how him and Chris became friends. You think he does like club openings? Like, could, we, could, could we get Kevin Federline to show up to the second anniversary party? What's the fee? You think on Kevin Federline? something we need Can to Can we talk into? about this anniversary party? I want to know when it is. Anniversary. I'll give you the date. We can't announce the location yet. October 21st. Okay. 10 a.m. to midnight. And then what is this no other excuses. thing we have 10, going on? 10, 21, 17. Can we have a costume contest at the anniversary party? Please. It's Halloween. Uh, I think we'll do that. Uh, Travis and I are competing at Ponderdome on October 28th. Ooh. Maybe we'll go up on stage dressed as something. Uh, are you all going to come to my show, the Rocky Horror Show? What's the date? Um, October 13th, 14th, and then 21st, 22nd. We also, Can I come dressed as Columbia? I hope so. We also need to figure out uh, what's going on with your show on the 6th. Oh, what's mm. happening? What's, it's what's all coming tell together. Tell people about it. So... Jeff and Travis Hey-o. are underrated and undersexed, and the Not So Sexy <laughs> podcast <laughs> is going to try to remedy that situation. So we're so gonna have a, a live, live show. I can stay it's a live dating show. Yeah, I can stay underrated I, from my I, babies. Here's the thing: the undersex part, sure, but J- the underrated part, I'm fine. Jada and I were talking about this, like. Not only can oh I my afford God, to have a girlfriend, so I can't funny. afford to have a one-night stand. Let me just read <laughs> Let me read the text because it's so good. And meanwhile, I'm in communication with Nathan Orton, who will be closing the show by Brother giving show. you all the pickup lines that you're going to need oh in God. order. Gonna be I don't need, look, no, 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 no. Oh, you do, Nathan, No, no, no. Nathan's material does not work for me because Nathan's material is, I'm a comedian who can flex. I can't do any of that shit. <laughs> like the stuff that works for I'm, Nathan I'm is not my thing. I'm him in on your psychology. You guys know me. I'm going to look at you through a sociological lens. Oh, I'm going to understand all parts of you. And then we're going to make he's it gonna, he's specific gonna give us to who scraps. you are. He's going to go through, no, he's go meeting, through his phone. Let me, let me just praise this guy for a second. Our meeting, I go into the meeting. And he's preparing for a set on Sunday night where he go, goes to Helium. And it's like a little mm-hmm. bit of a, a stand-up like gameplay thing. Um, I don't understand it, but you get a topic and then you make jokes based on that. So we're sitting and he's writing down everything. There's no cracking jokes. He's listening to me so closely, making sure that he gets every detail he needs to be able to create these pickup lines for you all. Nice. He you cares. You already met with him and you gave him your assessment of our personalities. Absolutely. I, I want did. you to write those down. So we can read. I, I want. I want. What I want is for you to write down what you told Nathan about Travis and I. And oh then he and gosh. I are going to record a podcast where we react to your reactions yes. without okay. you being in the room, and then you have to listen to I it. Like um, I'll I ask. think that's fair. Okay. That you guys get to give your assessment of her too. That's fine. Ooh, I'll that's take it. Scary. Ah. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> this is the last we are live podcast. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this was a good run, wasn't it, guys? Great run. Wouldn't no, it be funny? I like you know the episode of The Office where Michael leaves and he gets the note card right that has everybody's information on. And Dwight's just says tall, comma beats. <laughs> that was what Jada had. Like Travis just is like black, comma funny. And mine is like fat, comma happy. And that's it. Like that's the no, whole. No, I give you all more whole credit than that. No, I've erased it after today. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, right. happy. Call that shit up. But Chris, I have a question. I need to ask you this, and it's best to do it on Uh-oh. air. Are you feeling left out? And is there a way that I can incorporate you into the show so that oh, you do no. not? Yeah, would no, you like no, to be no, part I, of the dating show? I, I hope it's uh, a major success. I think it's gonna be awesome. I think it's a really cool idea. I feel like you're like the pop pop of this, and I'm like coming to you for advice and like how to make pop it Chris happen. Pop pop gets a treat. I'm yeah, not Grand Pop, but like, but like the like young dad. Yeah, Chris That's is Richard like, Dreyfus. Everybody wants to hang family. out with. No, yeah. Chris is oversexed <laughs> and overrated. Chris, uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris is Richard Dreyfus. I'm Glenn Healy, and Travis is the deaf son. You like Did that? no one else watch Mr. Holland? No one? Anybody? I didn't think people would reference it actually in our pod. <laughs> but we yeah. have a Mr. Holland's open reference. Oh, oh my God. Do you remember when it was just us? <laughs> Times Aww, like this, but then me, you opened up the relationship. <laughs> Chris and I are in an open relationship. Yeah, we. You want to find wider than Billy Joel, Mr. Holland, fucking open. <laughs> Jeff sat in here and was real serious playing live Billy Joel 
for all of our enjoyment. It's the last concert at Shea Stadium. And boy, did that make me realize how fucking boring a live Billy Joel show would be. <laughs> so boring. I've seen like three. They're so good. I appreciate Jeff's uh, nuanced love of a basically what should play in like a Jeff, mall Jeff, please tell me there's store. pyro. Please tell me like a <laughs> Whitney Houston impersonator comes on at some point. You tell give me, me a white man and a piano. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What's uh, Everybody got something fun? Are you going to go to the Billy Joel show? Uh, maybe. I mean, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? I'm going to Sturgill at the Fox. You got Sturgill Simpson at the Ooh. Fox. What about your weekend plans? Me? What is happening this weekend? Oh, my gosh. I Blues are at home Saturday night. Yeah. That's baseball. Mm. Something mm. like that. Yeah, mm. the club. It's a sports Field club. hockey. There we go. That's close. Water good polo. To, good note to end on, everybody. <laughs> uh, Wait, can I just read Jeff's text message about his dating situation? Oh, Jeff. I'm no, sorry. go for it. It's October good. 6, 2017 at the Monocle. You'll hear more about it. But he goes, for the record, I'm definitely too broke to date someone and potentially too broke for a one night stand since I f- I'd feel guilty not buying breakfast in the morning. <laughs> My response is 2017. Ladies have the right to their own checking account. Last I heard. <laughs> Duh, but I have manners. <laughs> uh, That's would, Jeffy. Who wouldn't want to date mm-hmm. him? There you go. What We're going to figure it out. Oh, man. Anything else? Look out for uh, weareliveradio.com. We're going to expand content on there. And uh, more good things coming uh, next week. If you're listening now, what is it? The 28th of September, we have John Venagoni, Stefan Hightower, and Tina Ball doing comedy at Joey B's on the Landing. 8 o'clock Thursday night, you can take the Peppers shuttle bus from South City if you want to ride with Travis and I. And then mark it down October 21st is our first, second anniversary party. October 6th is Jada's show at... The Monocle, uh, October 28th, Travis and I doing Thunderdome together against a bunch of really talented comics. And it's going to suck for them. We whoop their ass. That's damn right. We just how we That's roll, at Del Mar son. Hall, and it will be sold out. Oh, wait, what? It's at Del Mar Hall. Oh, I thought this was going to be back at the Duck Room in Blueberry Hill. <laughs> nope. So it's a larger venue. Like, probably 300 and something I'm people. Like, That's I'm horrifying. Like, the lead. Chris will tell me something, get me ready for it, then three days later go, yeah, this is going to be at Scott Trader. Like, wait, what? What? Huh? You should have told me. You should have let off with that. Well, that's yeah. fine. That'll be that'll be fun. Yeah, we have to prepare for that. Uh, I'm gonna go cry, and now is all my anxiety now just raises to the top of my head. Uh, no, it should be fun. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anything else? Anybody? Any plugs? Anything else? No, I think this mm-hmm. therapy session was good for everyone. I think we Does can. Does everyone go about feel our a little lighter? Jeff needs a, a, to get in the air conditioning. Honestly, yeah. I'm looking at the clock and I'm like doing the math for how long my nap gets to be this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. Welcome we to Thursday. Going to make some soup, do some yoga, and take a nap. <laughs> nap, nap. We'll see you later this week. <laughs>